you doing today, my lovely listeners? Whether your answer is good, bad, or maybe somewhere in the middle, I hope these next few minutes provide a respite for your soul as we talk about the hard spaces. My name is Brenna, and today I'm joined by my good friend Aaliyah, and we are chatting about settling in dating today. So let's get started. All right, everybody, I am thrilled to have Aaliyah on Soul Things today. We are having a really uh, rich conversation about settling in dating. Um, Aaliyah and I, um, actually, we both went to Moody, yeah. but we really met through our, our mutual friend, Sabina. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, some of the most enriching conversations that I've had in my 20s have been with Aaliyah, so I'm so excited to give you a platform to share your wisdom with the world today. Um, but yeah, why don't you do an introduction? of yourself, you know, what stage of life you're in, um, who you are, what you do, anything else you want our audience to know. Yeah. Um, what's up guys? <laughs> My name is Aaliyah, um, 25 and yeah, stage of life. Wow. Um, I probably say I'm right now really focused on my career. So I started school again. Yikes. Um, why? Um, but also I just like got promoted. And so I'm just really focused on like my career, what I want to do next, how is this going to take me to the next step or level, whatever. And so, yeah, that's usually, that's like technically where I'm at right now. And who knows, I might change tomorrow. Like that just comes with being and you're 20. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. And Aaliyah, are you single? Are you dating? Are you married? Have five kids? What's your situation? No, no, no. I am <laughs> single. Single, single. And I don't want to mingle right now either. So. All right. Sorry, boys. Listen yeah, to me. Yeah. She doesn't want to mingle right now. Not available. Not, not available. available. <laughs> so um, that's, yeah, where I'm at right now. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to lay that foundation. It's not like I ask everyone's relationship status on the show, but with the topic that we're chatting about, I feel like it's fitting to know that we are two single women in their early to mid-20s um, and have been through some experiences in our dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gone through some challenges, um, maybe some good moments, but probably mostly... <laughs> kick off this conversation and just sort of let's sort of let's sort of clarify the definition of settling like what is the difference between settling and being like having like you know being picky I guess you could say like Mm, um I think I don't know if you've experienced this but I think that sometimes when you've been single for a long time, there can be um, some bad advice given to you or yeah. some comments made to you about, mm-hmm. oh, like, um, you shouldn't, like, break up with them because, like, that that thing that's bothering you or that could be settling is you're just being picky. You know, sometimes right. I feel like there's a fine I mean, line. They're just going through something. Yeah. Like try you, to stick, stick beside them. Mm-hmm. So it, can, it can kind of seem like a great area at times, um, but mm-hmm. how, how would you define what exactly settling means in dating? I think settling means that you just, you have a, like you have something in your mind or idea of what you want your significant other to have, what you want them, like attributes, whatever, and you just can't seem to find Mm -hmm. or come across the right person that has exactly what you want or desire. And so because of time, because of delays, because maybe wrong turns or whatever, um, or just life stuff happens, you're like, I feel like this is the best I'm going to get. And um, 
and maybe even just with constant experiences that you have, experiences that you've had over and over again, it could be different people, same experience. And you're just like, dang, like, is this all I'm going to get? Because this seems to be happening quite a lot and consistently. And that's what kind of settling, that's when you start to settle because Mm -hmm. then how people have might've treated you when you're dating them or, um, not even just in dating, but friendships or whatever, you feel like, is that how I deserve to be treated? Is this like, am I like, am I then also like, am I doing something to bring this into my life? Mm -hmm. And so you almost set this line for yourself. Like, this is what I've experienced. This seems to be the line of what I keep experiencing. Um, that's when you kind of feel like, okay, this is the best I'm going to get. Let me just settle for, for it. Or let me just, this is what I got. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, the one thing I'm learning is like, obviously, I mean, we're both believers, both mm-hmm. trying to be strong women of God. Come on, Brenna. And I think that, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, girl. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say. I do. Um, there's a, there's a struggle to find, there's a difference between a Christian boy and a godly man. And I I truly believe that. I think there's a lot of guys out there that say they love God, that are all talk. And when the rubber hits the road and it comes to being a leader, um, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying someone perfect. I'm saying someone who is a leader, someone who's stumbling forward, Mm. somebody who is owning up to um, their mistakes, somebody who is actively... Mm-hmm. Somebody who's a leader, somebody who is, you know, active in, uh, in loving people well and um, is sure of who God says that they are. Um, I think that is kind of hard to find sometimes. And yeah. I know, like, I've read studies where, like, statistically there are a lot more, like, active Christian women than there are men. It's just like the reality, like statistically the numbers, mm. um, which doesn't make it impossible. It just brings a lot of challenges it does. and it leaves spaces for settling. It leaves room for that. Cause, cause yeah. I know in my experience, the more I'm growing in my relationship with the Lord, sometimes I can let things slide a little bit. Oh, maybe I'm being too picky on, you know, like, I I don't know if you sort of experienced that too, is that I think when I think the difference of settling and being picky, sometimes it's even having to do with like the spiritual, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's not even just like, you know, have it like that you want them to like be like, have a good job and like be confident in who they are, like whatever the other standards Mm -hmm. are. But like the really core ones, I even found myself slipping on a little bit too. Yeah. Have you ever struggled with with that? And maybe we can get into what you're comfortable with sharing about your dating experience and how maybe settling has has affected you or people mm-hmm. you know or... Yeah, I definitely, yeah. So I think for me, like, it's first just the acknowledgement of, like, what I've seen my parents do. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen both of my parents, like, you know, date people and and... I saw it, even though I didn't know the conversations or whatever was happening behind the scenes, settle for men and women that were not it, that didn't treat them with respect, didn't give attention to me as their as their daughter. And so, because um, my parents were together. So mm. I've seen that and, you know, automatically as a child, you kind of take that in and it sets the tone sometimes for how you date or how you choose. And so there's that part of it too. But then it's also like, almost like, what I feel like I deserve. And so there's a part of self-love and sitting with self that you can pass by easily and be like, hey, like, 
you know, I seen so-and-so being treated like this. This seems like, okay, this seems like, and then you don't have time to sit with yourself and be like, well, what do I deserve? What do I, what do I actually want in a person? So you just take what comes to you. Mm. Like you don't got to settle for the first thing that hollows. You don't have to settle for the first person that comes to you. But for me, I was doing that time and time again, giving chances to people that like weren't even Christians, right? Um, said they were Christian, but too handsy on the first date and let it slide. Mm. Like said that they love God and talked about people crazy behind their back. Mm. Like talked to people crazy in person, like mm. not kind, not. And so like, because of that, the thing just um, being like, mindful of just like how to treat women in general so like candidly speaking like I'll see a guy like in the past I've seen guys where like I'm not attracted to them Mm. but they like me Mm. maybe I'll give this a shot like physically you're not yeah like physically not attracted Mm -hmm. and then I give him a chance and I'm like okay you (laughs) I didn't like you first and now you're like (laughs) treating me like this like you know what I'm saying and it's like right and then constantly like experiencing that and then letting how someone treated me set the tone Mm. of what I can allow in my life or how I should treat myself yeah and so that's what I'm saying like people that date if you don't sit with yourself or like first know like how to treat yourself and you're setting the standard already of how you treat yourself then when that person comes along you're like okay like I think they're okay. I think they might have the attributes I might want. And yeah. And then also another thing too, is just like, no one just teaching me how to date. No one Mm. teaching me like what I deserved. Like, Mm. you know, I sounds cliche, but like daddy issues for show. Like, like having a father in your life, like that does like set the tone of how a man should treat you, Mm -hmm. how they should respect you, how they should talk to you. Yeah. Like, how to how to lead right um those are just different things and qualities that when you do have like a constant father in your life then you kind of know like "Mm, like maybe this is what I should look for in a guy and so many times in my experience like because of my like with my relationship with my dad Mm non-existing relationship with my dad Mm -hmm. I've kind of had to figure out and shift through what is it to be like how should a man treat me yeah and what does it even mean to be a man mm-hmm. and something that I saw that was a significant like is a common denominator yeah and a lot of my relationships is that men didn't take responsibility for what they did mm-hmm. and the guys that I dated would not take responsibility for mm-hmm. for what they did yeah for how they treated me for how they treat themselves and that was a common denominator that I saw. And I was like, boom, there it is. There it is. And yeah. I was like, taking several seats, several steps back. Oh. Having several seats. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Nah. Yeah. I remember hearing this quote of, we attract what we think we deserve. Boom. <laughs> True. Girl, when I heard that, I think, um, I mean, we're obviously speaking from a female's perspective and we can maybe speak later to, you know, guys also settling. Um, but I think like the root of, so the next question I want to get into is kind of why we settle. Mm-hmm. And you touched on that with like the bit, influence yeah. of the father. And I know there have been studies of like women being attracted to attributes of their father, whether it's good or bad in yeah, the dating relationship. I've heard that too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a little scary because like me personally, I love my dad. I think he's a great dad, but I 
know like there are certain attributes that I want in a husband that my dad doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And that's not like a knock against him right. or like anything. Like I love him, but I do think that there are things that like like you said, taking a step back and trying to be aware of like, okay, mm-hmm. like this is my reality of a father situation or lack thereof. And how is that being reflected in how I value myself? Because mm-hmm. one thing I'm realizing in my life is it what didn't change and I'm still in the middle of this, but like, but what doesn't change me is when other like, yes, like people should be speaking truth to you, but it's like, oh, well, like someone's saying, oh, well, you deserve better. Or you like, those are kind words, but it wasn't like changing how I valued mm. or saw myself. Mm. Like, I felt like, I feel like what is helping shape that is reminding myself and like listening to the one who actually gets to define me. Mm. And it's like, it's such a journey. Like, it's not something of it like, is. it's a constant, like, yes, I'm not saying like, oh, don't encourage your sisters in Christ and your friends of like, yes, speak to them that they deserve better. But I feel like what's really going to change people's hearts and what's truly changing mine is remembering like my value as like a child of God and what he is calling me to and who he says I am. And like, that is slowly starting to sink into my heart on a deeper level so that I won't settle. So I Mm -hmm. won't look for, because right now, like sometimes I feel like the voice of truth and where I'm really valued is like what a guy says about me or sees in Mm. me. And that's me being honest because I don't want to stay there. And I don't know if you've felt that way too, of like friends say that I'm beautiful and confident, whatever, like all these compliments, we hype each other up. Um, You know, my parents or like my family, I'm like, oh, well, they kind of have to say that, whatever. But the, like your experience in dating has been rejection, has been like lack of leadership has been, you are not worth it. Yeah. And that's hard. And that's the tension that I'm, I feel like I'm constantly living in is like, the experiences that I've like things I've experienced while dating and then like God being like no you're fearfully and wonderfully made like exceedingly abundantly seeing Mm. other people get and it's like okay Lord but my experiences don't match up with what I actually desire my experiences don't match up with what I want and how do I continue to move forward and stay encouraged and keep going if this is what I keep getting yeah. And then it's like, okay, what am I doing mm. to, this is my responsibility now. Mm-hmm. What am I doing to that? That's letting this happen. Mm-hmm. Like what am, what is my part in this? And that's a hard thing to do. Mm. And sometimes it takes people a long time to get to that place because you can go ahead and, and blame it on the guy. You mm-hmm. can blame it on the person you're with and be like, they suck. They was bogus. They did me wrong. They was me. <laughs> and it's like, okay. That may have been fine and true, for sure. Not denying that. But where was my part in that? Where was mm-hmm. I at? Yeah. What did I allow that led it to this? Yeah. And that's a hard thing to do, but it's a necessary thing to do because if you say, I desire this in a spouse or in a boyfriend, whatever, then are you living out the thing that you desire? Ooh, come on. Are you willing to, like, you said, I want a man of God. Mm-hmm. Like, I want him to love the Lord. Do you love the Lord? Ooh. With all your heart, oh. with all your soul and all your strength. Are you, are you, like, yeah. are you willing to, to, like, put, put down your desires to serve someone else? Mm. The qualities you're looking for in another person, are you living it out? Are you doing it? Mm. And that's what you, like, you got to step back and, and sit with that. And it's hard. Mm. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But 
that's why I'm like single and I don't want to mingle. Mm. Like, don't even talk to me. Yeah. I like, think that's, that's with love. And I say that with love. No. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's like, it's such a healthy perspective to have because if we, it's that idea of ownership you were talking about earlier, of your experience with guys not taking ownership of their part in it, but you wanting to be a person in a relationship to be like, hey, I see where my role was in this, of letting this happen, yeah. X, Y, Z, whatever it is, and allowing God to mold you and shape you. Because at the end of the day, we can't change other people. We can't. We, we, and coming back to that quote is like, if we attract what we think we deserve, shaping if we think we truly deserve better and we're taking a step back to be like, all right, I'm going to work on uh, my relationship with the Lord and really like try to ingrain these truths so I can live out of a belief of yeah. valuing myself, then you are going to start like, um, probably like, I mean, the pool's going to shrink a lot. Like I've already kind of accepted will. that. Surely will. But yeah. do we want quantity or quality, right? Like mm. are we trying to date a bunch of, you know, like it's like, oh, you got to date a bunch of frogs before you find your prince. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, we all have like bad experiences, but mm. I don't think, I think we put up with a lot more than like what is necessary. And yes. God is so patient. God is so, yes. he is so loving through this process. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we disassociate dating with like the sanctification process because it's not like dating isn't in the Bible, right? Like, right. Like, but there's still so much truth that the Bible speaks to dating and how we handle ourselves and uh-huh. everything. So, yeah, to the point of, like, why we settle, I think there's, like, a lot of reasons. Uh-huh. But to, like, get to a place of healing and to get to a place of not settling. Because I heard this quote from Matt Chandler, and he was saying, your loneliness now is monumentally more important than your loneliness with a man that has no intention of laying down his life for you, for sacrificing your, for your family, to leading Mm. you, to loving you and encouraging you in your walk with Jesus. Like if you are not with a man who is capable of being that, I know a lot of women who are in a marriage years later and are lonely. Mm. And what's more painful Mm. like what's more painful like you being physically alone and lonely or feeling lonely and somebody who's incapable and I know like we've both been through some like hard relationship experiences and sometimes it's it's hard for me to accept of like this is God's hand of protection from that from the loneliness of a man that is not going to yeah be what we need yeah and even just to add to that like also for becoming all the things that I desire in like a spouse like that shouldn't even be the only motivator either like yeah. my relationship with the lord must be number one mm-hmm. anyway and like he's a god that is intentional with details mm-hmm. like he cares about us he loves us and sometimes it's hard to see that or believe that but he really does and i've even seen him because sometimes I, I used to think that, oh, he's not working in this dating thing. Like, let me do it. Like, yeah, like he's you, yeah. you mu- clearly, Lord, because mm-hmm. you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So let me take the charge. Yeah, yeah. And then you could tag along. And, you know, if you <laughs> think he's all right, he's a Christian guy. What do you think? Like, and, you know, we could just come yeah. out. And he's like, no, I want mm-hmm. I want to be overall. Mm-hmm. I like Lord. So that means I want my hand in all things, even yeah. dating. And yeah. like definitely prayed like yeah. even in like about guys that I've been with and made choices but before even talking to God not saying that that could have been like dismissed or like I didn't have to experience that but like I've had to um made choices like with guys that I've decided you know to be with and like God stepping in and being like nah that he ain't it and being so hurt too and I'm like no like but he's 
saved and he's like no Mm. or like something will happen where like like something will happen where like okay this is this is your choice now like do you want to be with this guy who's too handsy Mm. or do you want to like take a step back because we have free will and it's our decision and our choice and I'm like okay lord like no yeah because I've been through this so many times I've seen it played out so many times I don't it's not worth it. And my peace is so prime. Like, mm-hmm. my peace is so important to me. And I know I'm not walking in wholeness when, like, I feel so distracted that, like, this guy is not, like, calling me back. Yeah. Or, like, this guy isn't texting me back. Yeah. And I really, like, just don't want to have the space to, yeah. I don't want to deal with a guy that probably isn't exactly what I want to come and disturb my peace. Like we mm-hmm. had a good thing going. Me, the Lord, we go into work, we yes. do our thing. Yes. This guy comes to touch me. Oh, maybe he could be it. Yeah. Usually on the first date, I see yeah. if they're like something that I like, someone that I want to pursue further. This is mm-hmm. something I want to pursue further. And then if not, then it's like, okay, like, yeah. My peace also is prime. So Mm -hmm. for me, I know as an individual, it's so easy. I think for everybody even, it's so easy to get distracted Mm. by like um, dating Mm -hmm. and by like, if you want, you want to be with someone so bad Mm. and like you just oversee all the other stuff. Like you're like, oh, like his fingernails are long. No big deal. Oh, like, you know, his breath comes Oh, you know, like a breath mint can't fix nothing. Like, you know, you're like passing by all those things just to be with somebody that's like red flag for you like you gotta back up yeah it's time to to take a step back because how are are we respecting ourselves in this moment yeah are we caring for ourselves in this moment yeah like we're going crazy wondering if they like us or not yeah like you gonna let that disturb your peace do you like you yeah and that's the thing like what are you letting define you like because i i I would get caught up and sometimes still do of like if i'm not getting attention Mm, whether I'm in the yeah yeah, it's like whether I'm in a relationship or whether it's like somebody you're talking to whatever those like kind of like situationships people call them or whatever um is like you find your like you said your peace is being removed and I I don't know if compromise compromise and if my intimacy with the Lord is different like I it's not that it's lost right because you're still in a relationship with him but it's like it's not be, I'm not feeding into that because I'm so fo- like, I'm not feeding into the source, right. Of life and love and security of who I am. I'm feeding into this insecurity of, mm, right. of why didn't he text me back? Why did he say this? Why did he? And it's like this, this cycle that can make you go crazy because you're, because you're trying to define yourself from something that was never meant to define you in the first mm, place. So and good. so many, especially like younger women listening to this and men, again, we'll get to to the guys part two is like what are you letting define you Mm. like whether you're dating whether you're talking to somebody whether you're just taking a break doing your own thing like like you could even be like taking a break from dating but not letting god define you like you could just be like so it's like you have to like actively like yeah pour into your relationship with the lord so that way when a good man comes along or a woman comes along you are functioning out, and I pray this for you and for me of yes. being able to act out of a security of like wholeness. Yes, from a place wholeness. of wholeness and yes. constant wholeness. Like even if I get married tomorrow, mm-hmm. like no, but like <laughs> even if I do or whatever, I always want to be functioning from a place of wholeness yeah. because like people come and go, and yeah. that's the thing with dating, mm-hmm. like. They stay and then they're gone Mm. and you're left with you and Mm. the Lord and 
that's why it's so important that you have to like hold on to the truth of who yeah. he's told you to be but also like have that relationship with him that intimacy with him because yeah. then not saying the blow will feel less or the breakup will feel less painful because yeah. you're saved right but it's just that you know like who you're gonna be with at the end of the day yeah and I know I'm gonna be with myself and I know yeah. I'm gonna be with God yeah. and I, I also need to keep a perspective of eternity yes because also in the grand scheme of things like even with marriage date whatever like eternity is what I'm looking forward to and that's so hard I know because Mm -hmm. it's like we're living in a world where like people are dating left and right yeah like even like friends of mine know like most of my friends are married yeah with kids and one on the way like yeah you know I see that I'm like okay god I haven't been like dated these guys like lord you must not like me I'm not you don't love me because you didn't give me and it's like no yeah the path is different yeah like it looks different yeah. and even had to wrestle with that too, like with comparison. Mm. Cause that also comes in, comes into, am I settling? Because you see your friend be with this specific type of person. Maybe I should yeah. be with that kind of person or maybe I should do what they did or yeah. like, you know, it worked for them. So why is it working? Why oh. isn't it working for me? Yeah. They got this amazing guy. Like yeah. I haven't met this amazing man or woman yet. Yeah. Like, you know, why isn't that working for me? And it's like, no, like, it's your lane this is like a different it's a different plan Mm -hmm. and you can't go by what's happening in someone else's life and then that's something you gotta wrestle with in your heart too been there still have moments where I'm there Mm -hmm. where like okay I see my friend you know my friends get with people wishing Mm -hmm. it were me sometimes and then like okay am I operating from a place of wholeness like Mm -hmm. can I like even if I get married right yeah Still, comparison can come into that. It into doesn't play. end. It I, just yeah. never ends. It like yeah. really never ends. And so, like, yeah. where am I operating it? Like, where am I coming from yeah. in here? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like the things that Ali and I are talking about now and shaping yourself as an individual is is going to make it for a healthier relationship. Yeah, in dating. We're, and like, we're talking future. about dating, but it's like we're it's, like really going in about this but like for real, because, me, myself, and I, and the Lord yeah. thing because. That just seems to be the thing that we're going to constantly be working on, like married, like in marriage and whatever. Like, it's always going to be like, okay, Lord, like me and you. Mm -hmm. And like, um, it it goes into how you date. Like, and like I said before, like, it shouldn't be the motivator or like the prize for like, oh, if I work on myself, me and you, Lord, for forever, then you go give me a husband. Mm. Then like, this gonna be my prize because, you know, I was such a good Christian and I never did X, Y, and Z. It's like, what's the prize? What's the prize? And and that language has been Mm. used a lot, maybe not outwardly said, but when, you know, you're at the singleness like yeah. sermons, like they're giving sermons about singleness, singleness yeah. conferences or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, you know, like work on yourself so that when you're with your spouse, then you can be amazing yeah. together. And it's like, yes, it's very well and true, yeah. but should that be my motivator for yeah. like working on me and like yeah. in my relationship with God? Like, yeah. and it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad desire, no, yeah. but it is something to think about. Yeah. Like, like marriage, and I've mentioned this in a few other podcasts, and I think the church struggles with this, is marriage is not the end goal of life. Marriage is not the prize. Jesus is the prize. We have oh. the Lord. Let's invest in that. Let's, like Aaliyah saying, have an eternal perspective. And we're preaching to ourselves right now. We this are. Is, this is not like... 
this is something you constantly have to remind yourself because yes. the enemy comes to steal, oh, kill, kill, and, and destroy. destroy. And even through dating, we've experienced that because like rejection hurts like a mug. Is traumatic. Yeah, it's it's. Someone says they don't. You spent time with them, memories with them, and then at the the end of the day, they say they don't want you. you. And if you're dating in a place of feeling like settling, you're probably, and and I've done this, is you're probably putting so much weight to what they say. Mm -hmm. And because you weren't feeding into the source of life, right? You weren't Mm -hmm. feeding into, like, you weren't abiding in the Lord. You were abiding in, like, a a withered, like I see this visual, like a withered tree with like dried fruit and stuff. And you're trying to be like, you're trying to be a branch on this like withered tree versus like this strong, thick, like oak tree that's Mm -hmm. like filled, like it's life. And it's like, well, yeah, you're going to, you're going to associate your value with that rejection because you were putting so much value into that person. And that is such a danger, um, in dating and I sort of want to direct the conversation a little bit to guys we've been speaking a lot about mm-hmm. how women settle just because we're women right. and we're women. experience it. but we hear you guys but we're here we, we know guys listen to soul things we know you guys want to be fed too so Aaliyah how do guys settle what does that look like and I <laughs> go ahead expert on the male mind right, right? <laughs> um no I've seen ways where guys settle like she cute. Mm. Yeah. We've done it too. Like, oh, he cute. Yeah. It's purely it's like just physical. purely physical. Yeah. We've all done it. So yeah. That's not just a guy thing. Yeah. Um, I've seen it to where uh, they've allowed certain things to slide. Yeah. Um, because she's attractive. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, you know what, with guys, I feel like, <sighs> with guys, I feel like they, I've seen them with just like, and I think this can go both ways, but I think specifically for guys, they settle when they are they are in an unhealthy place and they're choosing to date somebody who is not going to grow them, not going to challenge them, not going to build them up, not go- going to encourage their own heart, but is going to feed into their unhealthiness. Mm-hmm. And I think like like just like for an example, like if they're um, if they're super insecure about who they are and they want to find somebody who's going to constantly have to like puff them up and validate them and take mm. care of them uh, instead yes. of like telling them to like, you know, step it yeah. up and telling them to, to, to live into the person that God is calling them to be because like God has a calling on their life too. And if they choose to settle, they're going to be with somebody that's going to cater to their. Yeah. And of course, we're not talking about all guys. Yeah. We don't mean like, oh, this pertains to all that. No, this is just something that we've personally experienced. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen it too where I think it's the language around marriage and dating that mm-hmm. the church does. It's like guys choose. Mm-hmm. They're the chooser and women are waiting to be chosen. Mm-hmm. And like women are to submit to their husband. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. We're not yeah. going to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and like there is that tension of that and so it's like maybe it's this push also of like what men are looking for in women mm. or what men are what christian men are looking for in christian women mm. that maybe they're not finding and not like oh let me just maybe settle for this woman that is gonna like cater to mm-hmm. not, not like totally cater to me but like maybe not sharpen me or like yeah maybe won't speak up against or submit to me mm-hmm. but it's like are you a man worth submitting to like mm. and are we doing that when we're dating mm. or do we do that when we're married mm-hmm. like and I felt the tension of that too in dating where 
like the guy is supposed to lead the like lead the relationship or whatever that's what they say Mm -hmm. he's supposed to lead the relationship so do i follow him Mm -hmm. like question mark yeah am i do i follow you if you do something that i'm like i don't agree with do i support you in that and like there's that tension too Mm because i can't stop what i'm doing Mm -hmm. like just because like you want to do this or like move to a different state or whatever and i think at the same time too there is a certain place in time where it gets there where you're like okay you discuss do you want to be married is mm-hmm. this a relationship that you guys are going to be like you know engaged or whatever and then yeah. you take the next step because then I know that's when the sacrifices come in that's when you're there's two lives coming together mm-hmm. there's that commitment that's already there mm-hmm. and then you move as one and like okay but then there's is this constant tension when dating when you're like okay there's this language in the church the guys lead the guys pursue are they are we letting this guys like set the tone then Mm. for how we're dating or are we letting him set the tone of like what this should look like Mm. and then like do I speak up in that and so I I think there's that's a a, that's a tension and that's a church Mm -hmm. thing that I've seen happen and and we went to Moody so I mean like we were in a space where people was dating people left and right and I mean like two months after three months after yeah they was with Becky now they went yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Like, it's no, just... I think our experience is really unique in the sense that, like, we went to Moody Bible Institute and it literally was jokingly called Moody Bridal Institute because people mm. were not only dating left and right, but they were getting married pretty young pretty and really quickly. fast. And yeah. we're not, I'm not like against that. I'm not knocking that, no, but it's not definitely a unique experience for it our is age. Unique. Yes, very And so unique. I think we've gone through this process of you almost feel like more like is there something wrong with me like is it's that, a li- i'm not gonna lie it can be a little like traumatized it is, because, it is like, a little me yeah. and brenna have experienced like this tension mm-hmm. and lived in this culture of like young christians getting married really young mm-hmm. and going into like this topic in my settling yeah like if you're in that space and you're dating there's so much intensity in the dating period mm. there's so much finality like like this is the final stretch this is the final choice like there's yeah. so much pressure like you get a cup of coffee with someone and it's and like, like oh my gosh you're, oh gonna my God, you're on a date and yeah it's, like, it's no, so hyped up like and maybe they are maybe like yeah, whatever and yeah it's so hyped up it's so pressured mm-hmm. and it's like yeah what? and that can even leave space for rushing and settling and feeling behind and like the enemy is working in in those thoughts as well Mm -hmm. and I was reading some of the when I sent out a survey before this podcast somebody one of the questions was what advice would you give your younger self and somebody said don't let other people's lives be a timeline for your own. Jesus. And I'm telling you. That goes into settling. That goes into settling. That sets the bar. Because like we're saying the end goal is not marriage and um I think too um I've had some personal experiences in my life of people really close to me going through really hard divorces Mm. and seeing really hard marriages in my life and it's like like you setting the tone now is so important Mm -hmm. For who you are becoming. And like Ali was saying, like, yeah, it's not like do it for marriage, but do it for your relationship with the Lord. But also just realizing if marriage is really something you really want in the and future. And honest about yes. that too. Yes. Like, yeah. There's that other thing too with like single women. It's like, oh, don't say you want not, No, girl, I want to be married. Yes. And I'm just going to be God honest about it. God gave you that desire. And just say yeah. it. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, just say you want to be married. It's okay yeah. to have the desire. Like, yeah. 
I, I think he's well aware. Even if you never pray about it, I'm yeah. pretty sure the Lord knows that. You can't let it's it go. In your, it's yeah. in your heart. And it's okay to say that you want to be married. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. And like what Brenna and I are mentioning is like, like I said, we're coming from our own personal experiences. Mm. While you saw like hard marriages, I saw no marriage. Mm. And so I'm entering to the dating scene of like, this is my only shot. Oh. This is my only chance. Like, and being constantly disappointed when that wasn't the person for me that wasn't the person for me that wasn't the person so um and guys i haven't dated a lot of lives so i don't like no but like feeling that pressure and like oh like i want to be married but i've never seen like marriage in my life and mm. like you want it and so it like i wanted it and so i'm like okay well maybe he could be somebody i can marry yeah. maybe they could be like and no well, yeah no (laughs) and this is all a learning process and we're all like growing through this and lee and i don't have all the answers we We just know that this podcast is some sort of encouragement for people who are really struggling because like we're like this is a hard space and we're all you know women and men we struggle with this at this age because i feel like like you said we have some friends that are like married have a house and kids and then you have some that are like still in school and they're Mm -hmm. single and it's like these totally different lives and you're like i'm like you just can't get confused like where am i supposed to be God yeah. has you where you're at right now. Press into him. We're trying to press into him. Um, seek him first and seek his kingdom first. God knows the desires of your heart. Um, God has a plan. Trust him, whether that's marriage, whether that's contentment in your singleness, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. God will shape you. Just continue to trust him. Um, Aaliyah, we're wrapping up our time yes. here. I know we could chat about this like all day. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so grateful for your insight. and. Yes. I know that your words have encouraged um, so many people listening to this. So I'm so grateful to have you. So thank you so much for yeah, having me. Thanks for, thanks for having me. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully you guys found it encouraging and inspiring in your in your walk with navigating dating or if you know somebody who's struggling with this. So um, please uh, give me a follow on Instagram, soul underscore things underscore podcast. Or you can shoot me an email at soulthingspodcast at gmail.com. I'll be sharing insightful information and updates on podcast episodes so please give me a follow on that page um thank you guys so much for joining me on journeys through navigating your 20s and remember even in the hard spaces his grace abounds see you next week bye